Good evening, Matt Awkward. Hello. How are you doing today? Uh, fantastic as usual. Excellent. Uh, I would greet you as they do in Serbo-Croatia, but I don't know the words. It's Donderda. Donderda, my Donder goodness. Da. Oh, well, thank you. Good morning in oh, Croatia. And since thank you, Professor. morning right now, uh, we can say good morning. Sure. Uh, in, <laughs> they don't know what time In it is. Serbia it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we are talking today about Beyond the Door 3. A.K.A. Amok Train. <laughs> Which is a much better title and very fun to say. <laughs> a muck train. A muck train. Huh. I don't know how I feel about that. It's, uh, it's I mean, also known as the train that couldn't <laughs> slow down. <laughs> Every three seconds, that was in my head. <laughs> the train that couldn't... <laughs> I think it was called the train that couldn't slow down was in my head every three seconds. Uh, I... I'm really happy that you chose this one. I yeah, it's been a favorite of mine. And uh, my buddy Gabriel just got it on Laserdisc recently, which Had once I saw that heard once, once I saw that I was just like, "Holy shit, the movie's great! We should do that for Fun Bugs." I mean, I had heard I had heard the name. I knew that there was a Beyond the Door three, mm-hmm. but it never. I just never. I personally have not it. seen Beyond the Door one or two. I and if you haven't out have. there either, you don't need to. No. Um, for every one of the Beyond the Door movies is a complete standalone. In name only. Uh, it's, hmm. yeah, nothing in part two has anything to do with one, and nothing in part three has anything to do with one or two. I mean, it would be definitely difficult, I mean, considering you lose most of the cast in this one, it's yeah. like, <laughs> it would be a weird thing. Huh? Oh my god. Oh my god, there's so no. many amazing things in this movie. <laughs> Beyond the door, three, two, the cruise. Oh shit, nobody wants to go on a cruise with Beverly for some reason. <laughs> Oh yeah, Beverly. Well, I mean, at this it's point, it's on the boat say, that couldn't slow down. <laughs> yeah, it's like speed too. Yes. This time, it's on a boat. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you want to talk about it? Sure. All right. All right. So, um, I will say for this movie, in its defense, I like a movie that doesn't waste time mm-hmm. with like introducing you to what the fuck's going on. Yep. And this movie was like, all right. Spooky music, spooky music, and then the that weird like cemetery gate opens and it just says beyond the door, and you're like, okay, I know what this movie is, like instantly right out of the gate. Um, so we get this weird pile of cultists walking down a hill, and like we get these weird scary intercuts of this on the verge of goofy uh, gypsy fortune teller with huge white eyes, like. She's slapping down photographs like they're tarot cards. Yep. And, and it, it's all Beverly-centric. It's all, it's all centering on a woman named Beverly. Uh, it, there's like a big hashtag on the on the table. <laughs> it is a giant, it's a, it's a mystic hashtag. It's a <laughs> mystical hashtag. And, uh, yep, and so we've got all these robed cultists meandering around with, uh, with candles. The camera kind of just like parts through them. And we go into this area that's this wonderful 80s kind of set, the the overgrown the parking room. lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it looks like a it looks like a parking structure or something yeah. that's like totally gone back to nature somehow. I love it. With, a, it cool. with like a big monolith in the middle of it. Right, right. That that definitely was not part of the original. Like a fat monolith. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like monolith. You've been you've been putting on some pounds. Oh, chunky, huh? chunky old monolith. <laughs> um <laughs> yes. And finally, the fortune teller puts down an overturned photo that reads, Beverly's marriage. <laughs> and we we cut to black, and the credits continue until we open on Los Angeles Today. 
So we didn't know when that other thing was going on. So it's weird yeah. that they centered us <laughs> in time. And uh, also, uh, speaking of not wasting time, we're just in the school and they're just like, here's your plane tickets. You're going on a trip to Serbia. It's surprising that they even bothered with that. Have fun. They gave us the kids' names and that's it. Yeah. And we, don't, we don't get to meet any of these kids before we just oh, no. start they, hanging with they them. They have no personalities. And the thing is that... We don't need to either. It's like, interesting because the casting, like all the dudes especially, yep. like are interchangeable because they're all like these big beefy guys. And so you're like, you know, the the, the big the big beefy guy. And it's like, oh wait, no, that's the other guy. Yeah. No, like they all look like yeah, it's, they it, all look it, like high school football players. Exactly. It doesn't do that typical thing where there's like the nerdy one yep. and the, the jock. <laughs> and, you know, and, and you again, you don't need him as True. as um sure. as professor alma la blah, blah, blah says later on I've got, his name's tricky um it is it's it's just andromolek andromolek a-n-d-r-o-m-o-l-e-k i mean andromolek she asks him about her friends later on and he says they're expendable, they're expendable. it's very true and you they can just lose every true. one of these people and you'd have nothing to the plot yeah we no. only care about beverly but we're gonna hang out with these seven other goobers too yeah, we are. Um, so for a mere $800, they're going to be able to witness a rite that only happens every hundred years in the Balkans. Mm-hmm. Uh, a passion play. A passion play. But we also, the we get to the point later on, they explain this, but it's like, he's like, so it's a passion play, but it was from Pre-dating before Christ. Christ? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is that about? And he's like, uh, it's certainly not about the devil. <laughs> uh, I can tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you did that. Um, so they, uh, from that little scene, we cut directly to boobs, which was really important. This is so dumb. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. She has this birthmark on her. And by birthmark, I mean like giant tattoo. Someone has painted that goes a big, from like dumb looking her lower belly lines, yeah. all the way up to the boobs and it's mm-hmm. just why wouldn't they just give her a birthmark of that but not make it so big? Like I thought that was so preposterous. It's interesting. There was a Or if you're going to show her boobs, why don't you just put it small on a boob? You know what I mean? Like so it's just this weird thing that she'd always be weirded out about. What, but they just look so goofy. There's a line that they give in here that makes me think that what they were saying was that this hideous birthmark that she has was going to frighten everyone off so she could never, she could, she would remain a virgin forever oh. because no one would have sex with someone with a red mark on their stomach. <laughs> Thousand-year-old monks would. Oh, fuck, yeah. Um, I mean, which is... <laughs> Of course, insane. But, you know, I think that's what they're implying, is that it was so hideous that this tempera paint devil horn (laughs) thing was, like, going to just make people barf when they looked at it. And uh, so, yeah, we just get gratuitous boobs for the fuck of it here. Yeah. And uh, it's the only boobs we're going to get, so enjoy them here while they're here, folks. (laughs) Yeah. And then her mom busts in the bathroom door to ask, like, if she wants help packing. And she's all like, ah, oh, don't look at me naked. And stop talking to me in Serbian. <laughs> I and, love it. And then she's the, like, don't talk to me in Serbian. I don't understand you. And we find out later she's fucking fluent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then also she, when she gets frustrated, her mom leaves. Then she shuts the, sh- the shower curtain. Yes. Like, why were you just showering with that curtain open to begin with? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So mom's only there because there's water all over the floor. <laughs> just water's been pouring down the hallway. <laughs> yeah. um, that makes sense. Um, okay, so... 
also she can pack for herself too. Yes, yes. Mom, don't help me pack. I can pack for myself. <laughs> and so they beat the Serbian thing into the ground because it's going to be a big deal later. Um, okay, so her mom sees her off to the airport and she's like, oh, oh, I just happened to forget this book. <laughs> this the, like 500-year-old book. F- the 500-year-old book that your father insisted on giving to you before he mysteriously died or something probably. So is mom in on this? No, I don't think no. so. No. I don't believe so. Maybe she is. Because we just get strung along here for... I can't tell if this makes sense or not. So after the mom drops her off, gives her mm-hmm. this ancient-ass book, we f- still follow the mom in her cab. <laughs> and the mom's just driving down the highway. <laughs> yes. And we get this kind of like a Final Destination kind of moment here. Oh my here, god, it's so Final Destination. Where, where a truck filled with steel beams like gets cut <laughs> off, breaks short, and a beam yeah. flies through the windshield and kills the mom. In a splatterific fashion. This movie totally has um, inventive kills left and right. It does. Everybody gets things thrown through them and it gallons of blood and it, but it's not like sadistic blood either. It's just fun. No, it's it's fun, silly crap. Yep. Um, and I, this movie is funny in that it reminds me of a movie that wouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it feels like a Hammer movie in a lot of ways. Like when you're watching yeah. it, you're like, every time there's a big gory kill in this movie you're like wait whoa wait what why <laughs> what it feels like it Especially really shocks some of them you are really shocking yeah i mean so many times people are ripped literally in half yep like that happens a lot in yeah. this movie get used to it get used to people being ripped in half <laughs> and it's like it's super bloody and super crazy but it's like the rest of the time it feels like one of those like high tension kind of you know, lady walks around with a candlestick movies from Europe. Yep. You know, but, but it's not. But here's what I can't figure out. If the mom was in on it or not, because she kind of like, they do like hang on her face for a little bit, but she doesn't say anything suspicious, but they kind of play like ominous music where she's just like, in the cab, she's like, bring me to the park, please. You know what I mean? It's just like, okay, that doesn't really give us well, But the thing is. Yeah, her, what was her fucking line? She was like, bring me to Glendale. Yeah, <laughs> like, something like that. There, that's fucking terrifying. Yeah, um. But we follow the mom in the cab and everything, and she gets killed. But like nothing ever comes of that. Like, and then this little oh, this, that, that mean, little goober like runs that. that little goober runs up with the the letter yeah. before they get in the boat saying the mom has died, and the professor crumples it and gets rid of it. But like still, we never go back to the mom, or it never made like we could have just flown off without the whole mom no, getting killed. No, it's I true. don't think it would have mattered that much. It unless but it I mean, was it... just there to make the professor look evil in the yeah. beginning. Oh yeah. Definitely yep. was there to make him look evil and was also there to give us a kill early on. Yeah. Like so that we're so that we get the idea of what's going on in the movie. But I still just wonder if the mom was in on it or not. Or knew her daughter yeah. wasn't coming back or I feel like that was the whole point was to make us wonder whether it was mm-hmm. was or wasn't. And then and so I guess they... we'll never know. And we'll never know. Mm. Um because I don't know why her mother would give her the book that has all of the answers in it. Like, it wasn't like having the book helped the devil any. The yep. book really would only help her yep. against the devil. And it seems to, you know, it wouldn't have stuff but about... But the book didn't even help her. I guess it didn't help her it in the long run. It didn't help her run. at all. <laughs> it only it, helped her figure out who Flute Man was at yeah, the end. It's a good point. You know what? That book didn't mean a fucking it thing. Didn't. <laughs> it didn't. The book was bullshit. That's why I'm wondering, like, why... It just seems like a lot of steps just to, like, know who Flute Man was or... <laughs> and and even, even that, we didn't even need to know who Flute Man was. Like, that... Who cares? <laughs> no, he's just a dude who fucks ladies on a train. Yep. To keep Satan away from and them. And plays that sweet-ass tune that's like... Boom, 
It's amazing how he can sound just like a Yamaha keyboard. <laughs> He's got such great licks yeah. that they sound just like a Yamaha. Um, so speaking of wasting time, though, I, I always wonder if that could have been cut. Like, this movie seems just a little too long for me, by like 10 minutes. And I wonder if they should have just like, mom dropped her off at the airport, she flies, just ignore all of that. Ignore yeah. that. I mean, I like The book didn't come into play. Yeah, it's cool, but like... Still, it just seems like, and then once they get there, then they have that long ass boat ride. Yeah, you know what I mean. No, it's, I, I. Well, one of the things that I think, and watching this movie the whole way through, all I could think when I was watching it was that they were just cribbing from other movies, and so that death was the was a very similar death to David Winter in The Omen. Yep. You know, it was like kind of. Like, a lot of this is The Omen and The Wicker Man. So it's like, you just take Wicker Man and The Omen and just kind of jam them together and you get this movie. And then put it on a fucking train. (laughs) And then you make a fucking haunted train that drives through fucking lakes and rivers. One might even call it an amok train. Because it drives through the muck. Through the... Through the muck. A muck train. Got it. Got it. Uh, Okay. So, uh, all right. So she gets her book, blah, blah, blah. It's from Ufir, the same region that she's going. Oh, my God, coincidences abound, blah, blah, blah. Uh, And we cut to the underside of the plane. We see Mom take off, get killed, blah, blah, blah. But then we get whisked away to beautiful downtown Serbia. (laughs) And we see everyone's favorite car, the Yugo, which I was very excited about. And it brought up a question. (laughs) Put it in H. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, there's that, too. Um... Now, what happened to Yugos? You see every other fucking classic car on the road, like, no matter how shitty a car is, does nobody have restored Yugos? I haven't seen one in 20 years. There's a very, very small cult following for them. Those things must have fucking imploded. They did. They're terrible. They're terrible. Like, the, the shoddiest... They're like the Dollar Tree right. of I, cars. I remember yeah. you could get them for, like, three grand yeah. or something brand new. It was some insane and price. And a lot did, just did not hold up. That makes sense. Okay. And then a lot of people just don't care about them. So there is, like, a very, very small Yugo community out okay, there. Okay, that's too bad. But it's 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 <laughs> it's microscopic. Because it seems like the kind of thing where it's like, if you're into restoring old cars... Why not the one that, like, explodes the second you sit down in it? <laughs> it seems like a good choice. Um, anyway, okay, so uh, I love the contrast here, the way that they, they dress all of the Americans. Mm-hmm. They're so out of place in oh, Serbia. Yeah. Everything is, like, these, like, communist grays and, like, you know, everything is And the movie goes military out of, I don't colors. know if they just went out of its way or, like, I don't want to speak ill of Serbia, but, like... There's so many ugly side characters well, I like, mean, that are ugly and just weird looking in general. So they kind of like, I, I feel like they contrast that too. Like right, they got yeah, all yeah. these pretty Americans coming yep. and then everybody else in drab looking weird. and Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, and, they, they intentionally, A, cast a bunch of old, old village, you know, like elders who've been, yep. you know, drinking vodka every day, whatever. <laughs> they found the person who looks That's the stereotypical. Old. That is. <laughs> but I mean, these specific ones. I just call uh, them ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was referring to the number of gin blossoms I was seeing in a lot of the, in a lot of the faces. But there, it is, they do make them up too. Like, it's not like yeah. they actually look exactly like that. A yeah. lot of them had hollow eyes. They did a lot of like... You oh, know, I know. weird yep. shit to them. So they they also, they chose old people who looked kind of weird and then made them extra weird mm-hmm. with makeup. 
Uh, and, you know, casting. Yep. Certainly they didn't cast actors because no. nobody knew what they were doing. Like, <laughs> there wasn't a single extra there that knew why they were there. They were just like, look bug-eyed and weird. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> sure. Nailing it. Yep. Got it. All right. So, um, yeah. All the brightly dressed Americans walk down the stairs and then they're surprised by Bo Svensson, who is... Professor Andromalek. God, that's going to be a Andromalek. And Luckily, Andr- he's not around that much. Andromalek. And he says, Dunder da. And I got to point this out. So, Bo Svensson is a notorious kind of cheeseball actor in the world of, you know, cheesy movies. Okay. First like, I've heard of him. I mean, he's just kind of one of those guys that's like, you know, just kind of a cheese. This is fucking amazing. He mm-hmm. is incredibly good in this movie. Yep. Like, he is like A level actor in this movie and it blew me away that he was capable of this so i just wanted to point that out because he is like the shining star of this whole this yep. whole affair he did he absolutely kills it he's satan's number one he really is you know and you can see why um he herds all the americans into a boat and they all have little rooms in their boat like it's actually a very nice yeah it's like a big weird like long uh river ferry kind of thing. yeah it's pretty sweet um and you get to ride on like almost everything in this movie. We get a plane ride and a boat ride and a train ride. And another boat ride. And, another, and a smaller dinghy ride. <laughs> yeah. Two Every- dinghy rides. Oh my God. This movie's got it all. Yeah. One dinghy, another dinghy. <laughs> Literally a <everything>. ghost dinghy. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Whew, this movie is awesome. <laughs> um, okay, so some weirdo in a purple suit runs up and hands him an urgent telegram and it's like little little, little dude hustles yeah <laughs> we watch this dude who must be like i don't know four feet tall in a yep. business suit just like run down all these stairs and run up all the stairs of the boat i to mean deliver this in, a, in a business suit if your business is running a chocolate factory <laughs> <laughs> it's a serbian business Things oh, are different is this over a there. serbian film <laughs> oh i see i ain't seen that <laughs> well it's less gross. It's less cheerful than this. <laughs> uh, and this ain't yeah. all that cheerful. Yeah, I'll steer clear. Um, okay, <laughs> so uh, turns out that the telegram is, hey, your mom's dead. Uh, and But the professor's like, oh, well, we can't have her seeing this and wanting to go home. <laughs> However, they do this weird cut to Beverly during <laughs> like, this. Yeah, like, like, like she, she saw it or something. Like she somehow knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But then they never bring that up again. She's got magic Satan powers. Maybe. Who knows? Um, so this is where they find out about the passion play that they're going to watch. It dates back 2,000 years. Well, how can it be? Um, and they're all given Satan horn pins. Everybody gets a Satan horn. And they all look like shit. Yeah. And what I love is that they look so bad, and then they intentionally have a line where they're like, wow, it's so beautiful. I know. It's like, nah, no. It looks like somebody squirted ketchup into a jewelry box. It but looks like a puffy sticker. <laughs> like one of those old 80s like white puff stickers. That's it. Yeah. yeah that's exactly it. But it's it, supposed to be this nice looking pin. It looks like we did very well in algebra, is what it looks like. Yeah. But, um, so. And we only see it during this time. Nobody yeah. puts their pin on or anything. No. Like, you know they only made one of those well, things. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> of course they did. Um, and again, it's another weird, pointless scene. Like, this whole... Well, okay. Nobody needs a damn devil horn pin. No, they don't. However, they needed to point this out that it looks like her birthmark. Yep. And so... And they also need to point out that she's a, she's that, a virgin. Okay. They point out, A, that she's a virgin, mm-hmm. and B, that literally everyone in this school has seen her birthmark. Yeah. Well, the girl might have from gym class. 
I mean, that makes okay, sense. Okay, sure. That's how it worked in the Crash Test Dummies song. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. this is that Crash Test Dummies mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, yeah, so it's the sign of the pagan virgin, which Beverly has on her stomach. Beverly gets all bent out of shape because they're like, oh, maybe it's just like the thing that you got. Maybe it's and, and you're a virgin. <laughs> That's hilarious. And she runs away. She's like, everyone hates me. No one. That's also a weird thing about this movie is like they make it up or like they're not all friends. They're just classmates. Like, the other people seem to be friends, but nobody seems to like Beverly very much. I mean, and she even she calls says, it out. She yeah. says, "No one likes me," and everyone's they never just give, making like, fun of me all the time. But they never give like any real reason why nobody likes Beverly. It doesn't seem like she's doing anything wrong ever. I'm like, gonna tell you something. They don't give her like an annoying character trait or anything. Like, I went to school with a bunch of people that hated me, mm-hmm. and I will tell you something. If that group of people that I did not like said, hey, would you like to give me $800 and then go to a communist country and hang around, or a post-communist country, and hang around in the woods? Guess what I would not do? That. I would not fucking do that. Why is she there with all of them? Why is she there with all these people that hate her, and she knows that they hate her? And she's the only one with actual Serbian heritage, though, that we've learned. Right. Go with your mom, I guess. (laughs) It doesn't make sense, but... It's fine. She does it anyway. Maybe it's because Satan's encouraging her to do yeah. it. And he's clouding her judgment. He is pushy. He's, <laughs> from what we hear, he is very pushy. In um, particular. <laughs> also that. Very particular. Yeah. Like, it's one little thing goes wrong and he literally explodes. explodes. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, Satan. Jeez. Have a little patience with people. Um. So Maybe it was monk residue. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, so, <laughs> Bo goes to visit Beverly in her room. This whole thing is so inappropriate so that it's weird. Like, it's, I mean, obviously we're in a horror movie, so it's okay to be horrifyingly inappropriate because you're like, well, of course. But she, it, it also her reaction doesn't make any sense. She like instantly just hugs the dude. He's like, so I can tell those people don't like you. Are you lonely? Bring it in. <laughs> Let's hug it out. Let's hug it out. She just um, does. Like, and she does. She's all about it. I think that maybe the casting was the issue here. I think they should have cast someone who is not attractive. You know, maybe, mm-hmm. or even, because I hate that, I hate actually casting someone who's unattractive and then bringing it up and being like, you're so fucking ugly. You know, <laughs> actress playing this part. Yeah. It grosses you out to think that she's being put through that, but maybe at least make her up, give her some sort of thing that's like, at least makes her not look like a, like, really hot high school, like, Mm -hmm. like somebody who would be one of the cool kids in any high school that you can think of. I don't know. It weirds me out to have that, but... There's a couple things in this movie that nobody seems to bat an eye at. So, like, after the boat ride, after the scene, they get to the village that they're going to be staying at um, where they're going to be watching this ritual and it's a really neat um, it really gives me Resident 4 oh my god Resident Evil 4 vibes constantly I was thinking of nothing but Resident Evil 4 yep. so it's just like that and they walk through this strange village with, with you know ramshackle wooden yep. houses cabins and everything and everybody is just creepy looking and they're, <laughs> and, they're and they're also they have no concept of personal space. Nope. Everyone in the village is like, I can't wait to see this lady that we're gonna serve up to the devil. And <laughs> you so they just your glove. <laughs> <laughs> and 
everyone's a Clint Howard in this town. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just an entire town full of Clint Howards. So, but the weird thing is, they get to this village, and Adromalax just like, you guys are in here, and you guys are in here, and Beverly, uh, you come with me. And none of the other students are like, wait, what? <laughs> Why is she going with <laughs> Professor Man by herself? And we're all bunking up together in these cabins. Like, nobody asked that. And also... It- and it seems so strange and off-putting. Like, also, I love the idea that like they're like, yeah, you know, it's Serbia, so everyone lives in a shack yeah. that like <laughs> literally is just thatched roofs, and mm-hmm. like you can see through the walls. It's like speaking of horrible racist stereotypes, <laughs> like are you really? These people would die. <laughs> like, no, it's just like northern Maine. I mean, okay, so that is fair. <laughs> that is exactly where. <laughs> Where I grew up, but I drank a lot of vodka, so I was fine. <laughs> so everything was cool. I never noticed the holes. <laughs> I never on the wall. noticed it. Uh, yep, I drank a lot of potatoes, <laughs> potato milkshakes, um, potato shakes. This so I love. Everybody gets to stay in their own little place, but Beverly gets to go stay with the creepy witch from before. Oh, yep. This whole Brent thing. Vesna. God damned hilarious. Oh, I took video of this and sent everybody every little bit of this. You want to eat soup? You should eat her hot soup. She made soup special for you. And he's like doing this whole like funny, creepy thing. I am cold. I think I need some hot soup. Would you like some hot soup? And she's like, no, I think you'll like the hot soup. (laughs) I don't want any fucking soup. And then he grabs a ladle and just does this over exaggerated slurping slurp. And it goes on forever. Yeah. And when she drinks, it's like, it's like a little kid who's like spit in something or something. He's like, she's just sitting there waiting for her to drink it. And she's like, like licking her fingers together, like Mr. Burns. <laughs> yes. And she's like, ah, ha, 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 uh, you like the soup? <laughs> I made it with my very own sedative. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it knocks her out right proper. Yep. After one small sip. I mean. It takes less than a minute. Yeah. That's some fast acting soup. Bo Svensson has used to it. Yep. Um, so then she touches her hoo ha to make sure she's a virgin. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. So this is the thing about this movie. Mm-hmm. It feels like the Wicker Man. You know, it feels like any of those, like a Hereditary, a Wicker Man, like any of those kind of like folk witchcraft. You know, you got a Black Philip or whatever. Yeah. But every one of those movies is like, you go through an hour and a half of movie, and then you're like, oh shit, oh my god, they were going to sacrifice her to the devil the whole time. (laughs) And it's like, you get five minutes into this fucking movie, and it's like, oh, they're going to sacrifice her to the devil. Yeah. (laughs) And you know that going through the whole goddamn movie, it's really weird. I mean, even the credits say... With the credit scene with the tarot cards with Beverly like age 12. Going to sacrifice yeah. Beverly to Satan. You know, like minute one. But they're, but this, what a twist. They're marrying her to Satan. Well, sure. I mean, but you knew that there was some sort of ceremony that was going to involve her at the end. Yeah. And it really doesn't feel like there's any twist to it at all. It's like, no. It, there's no surprise. Um, and... It still works. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't mean that to say that it doesn't work because of it, but it's it's just a very strange choice because yeah. every other one of these folk witchcrafty kind of things has the twist ending, yeah. has the lottery ending or whatever. Um, so we go. Satan uh, casts a spell through Bo Svensson. I guess I don't really know how this works, but all the beds catch fire. 
Yeah, and man, this and effect, all the doors are nailed shut. Uh, the, well, yeah, the, the villagers nailed the doors shut because they're all in on it. It's like a big cult thing, I believe. Sure is. And uh, so they nail the the bunk room shut where the people in it, and the magic spell makes all the beds catch on fire, and the fire effects are great. And yeah. it's like it's weird though, like how close the actors are to the fire. Definitely looks like, dangerous. You don't see that a lot, you know. And I wonder like how they did that because like, they were in Serbia and no one cared. Yeah. <laughs> They were like, mm, if they if they die, I they mean, they die. that one dude is on the lower bunk bed, and they let the whole bed on fire, and the guy crawls out yep. through the slats. Like, yeah, it looks, what? <laughs> Not a stuntman, like straight up actor, just your actor. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it felt like every single time somebody did something insane in this movie, you were like, oh, that's the actors. Like when they're climb, they're climbing around on the train. You're like, oh, stunt. Not no. Nope. St- there's not a fucking stuntman in this movie. No. You have your actors climbing around on a moving train? Yes. What is going on? It brings it, though. It brings it, it I mean, hard. It does. It definitely it definitely helps, but it's also like, man. Yeah. You must have lost a lot of shooting days to having to reclaim dead actors from, the, <laughs> from under the train. Uh, Every death you see in this movie is real. Is real. <laughs> and it looks so convincing. Yeah. <laughs> You can tell. So one kid, Richard, uh, wakes up on the top bunk that's on fire, and he's just frozen. Yeah. And this scene kind of cracks me up because the dude's like, "Come on, Richard, come on!" <laughs> but never once does he like move over there to like, grab him. No. Like he just keeps yelling, "Come on!" And the kid like is frozen. And uh, meanwhile, everybody's trying to break the doors down because the doors have been nailed shut with boards yeah. outside. But since the the cabins are so shant, they're so flimsy, shanty. Anyway, everybody just kicks down the the wood and gets yeah. out. Anyway, except for Richard, who just sits in bed and dies. But like when he sits up, they switch it eventually to a mannequin, and it's clear as day that it's, it's a so mannequin. Good. It looks so hokey. It's so funny. I can't believe they. I mean, should, I mean, like he could have just like laid back down. I think it would have made sense if you just saw the actor like. Look at him and just lay back. Oh, that would have been great. And the bed catches on fire. Then yeah, it's like yeah. then we don't see the hokey dumbass. No, that would have been good. But I mean, I, so with movies like this, that's what I like about them. You okay. know what I mean? Like I want to see that dumb yep. shit, <laughs> and it's why I enjoy them. So uh, I'm glad that they made those decisions. But I mean, I can't imagine why they made those decisions at the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, because clearly, I just clearly fixed it for him. Right. And I mean, because clearly they wanted to make an omen. Like He's this, already sitting there in a bed of flames. Just lay back just down. Lay down. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, this because they took this movie seriously. Mm-hmm. This isn't a hokey movie. No. Uh, I mean, it is, but it isn't. It yep. isn't meant to be. Um, and, and it succeeds on a lot of levels. Like it's pretty. I mean, the effects in a lot of cases are super gross and super weird. Mm hmm. The acting is passable pretty much by everybody. Uh, Bo Svensson is amazing. Um, yeah, and it has a huge cast of, like, jillions of extras that yep. make, you know, give a lot of production value. I don't know. And they have a train. Yeah. I mean, Jesus, that's pretty impressive, too. That is cool. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. So, okay, so Richard's dummy burns, and uh, Beverly runs away from the old witch and winds up in the woods. Um Larry uh, finds her and uh, and grabs her and stops her from running away and is like, no, let's go this way. And all the survivors kind of have do a little meet up in the middle of the woods. Um, and uh, and they start booking it because all the villagers are coming after them, clacking rocks together, <laughs> yes. which, which is a very it's cheap yet effective. So effective. Creep so scene. good. Yeah. 
that the rock thing is so clever. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. And also the um, the other thing I really like is I like how I mean the the woods do a lot of heavy lifting in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like the location is so good. Yeah, it's so creepy. Like just if you walked through those woods on a nice day, you'd be like. I'm I'm definitely going to get fucking murdered by a witch. <laughs> like the, there's no question in my mind I'm going to be murdered by a witch soon. It's great. Looks really awesome. So they run out and try to flag down a fucking train, yeah. which I think is a an op, an optimistic move. Yep. But guess what? The train doesn't stop for them. <laughs> Shocker. Considering trains have a braking distance of, what, two miles yeah, or something like that? that. <laughs> uh, it's not surprising. I mean, except in this movie where <laughs> they have a braking distance of, like, 100 yards when something's on fire. Yeah, later on. <laughs> but whatever. That's fine. Um, so when it doesn't work to actually stop it, they're like, well, why don't we hop it? Like, like a bunch of boxcar hobos. <laughs> and... Uh, and everybody's like, well, this is really easy. You just run alongside it, grab it, and jump up. Except for Melanie. She's good at tripping. She was like, the thing is, Melanie was there, and you could see her like slowing down intentionally. It feels... Yeah. She it, didn't sell it. <laughs> well, I mean, and it's not really her fault. It's like they could have made the train go a little faster so that it was clear that she was running as fast mm-hmm. as she could. But it's like she definitely looked like she was like in a slow jog. And you're like, Melanie, just fucking hurry up. Just hurry up. You can clearly make this. Uh, But she doesn't. And Larry is like, don't worry. I'll save you. And valiantly breaks his fucking leg. (laughs) Boom. I know. Like, come on, man. Do a tuck and roll. Do a safety (laughs) jump. You just like courageously jumped into the air. Like, what are you thinking is going to happen? Jesus. It's like he's never jumped out of a fucking moving train before. Dumbass. Jesus. (laughs) Uh, but he is now broken and the ones on the train are like "Mm, we're not fucking stopping for them I love too that after they had that whole big you know come on like the oh she's not gonna make it and then they then so that dude runs back from the back of the train and then it's like this this weird suspense thing just to get from one car to the other and then he's just like boop boop (laughs) yeah yeah no that's super weird why'd you even do that just have him jump across the thing like yeah they tried to build this other suspense scene out for him walking over from, like, a two-foot gap. Yeah, it's okay. really weird. The, yeah, there was... The, later on, they later on they just bounce over those things. With yep. no, they get very used to this. But uh, They're going to be there for a while. They're going to be there for a while. <laughs> um, so everybody who didn't jump off the train like a fucking idiot uh, is on the train, and they go to find the engineer to try and encourage him to stop the train. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it turns out that the train is full of a bunch of people who look a lot like the villagers they just ran away from. Yes. Mm. And none of them speak English, and nobody can tell if they're doing this on purpose and if they're just, like, kind of being like, oh, yeah, we're going to kill you later or whatever. (laughs) Definitely has a real fun creep factor where you're like, I don't know if this is, are they all in on it or what's going on? Um, But... You know, they try to talk to everybody and it's hilarious because I guess, again, because everyone hates Beverly, nobody realizes that she fucking speaks Serbian fluently, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like if they had talked to her for two seconds, they would have been like, oh, yeah, our translator. Yeah. It's like you would think that the teacher would also be like, and luckily we have someone who can translate for us. It's Beverly and bring that up to them. No, that's a pretty important thing. 
Uh, and so they're all just shocked that she learned that she speaks Serbian. So they're all trying to speak to Bosco. <laughs> I love Bosco. Bosco's great with a big Mario mustache. <laughs> He's the best. And uh, nobody can get through to him until she talks to him in Serbia, and then he announces that he can speak English. Uh. Like, wait. What? <laughs> Why weren't you just speaking to the English people before? Because I didn't want to. I didn't know that there was someone who spoke <laughs> Serbian, so I was just being a dick. Exactly. So Bosco takes him into Bosco this... doesn't need to know any of Bosco these things. Bosco doesn't need to know this. Bosco just drive train. <laughs> so Bosco <laughs> takes him into uh, this kind of like uh, luxury suite. Yep. And uh, he takes them on a tour of the train. Reserved for kings. <laughs> yes. And in this room is a man sitting on the ground in a monk robe. Playing a flute. Playing that, a DX7 keyboard. Playing a DX7. With, with his mouth. <laughs> yes, with this flute. And it's the most like broken music from this keyboard. And I So good. It angers me, though, that they didn't map it with his fingers at all. Like They made no effort, no, no no effort, effort at all to no. make it seem like what he was doing with his fingers was the flute music. Uh, and no, I have a feeling that they didn't have... Oh, God, I mean, no. no. Well, I mean, because the, it's, it's weird, because they could have had the keyboard player match his finger movements. That's what I mean. Oh, That's yeah, what I yeah. mean. They made no effort to like right. make the music match it the movements. Would have been... Even if they didn't have the music beforehand, they yeah. should have. But yeah. Mm, they probably should have. Um. So yeah, it's kind of hokey. And, and Bosco says that this is Malleus, and he travels with me and keeps me company. He doesn't speak, because maybe he doesn't have a tongue. Bosco doesn't know. <laughs> Bosco doesn't need to know things. Bosco yep. doesn't care about any of this shit. Bosco eats bread and laughs at your predicament. <laughs> Bosco is the best. Yes. <laughs> like him so much. So that's where we meet our monk guy. Yep. Who just, for the whole movie, just sits in this one room playing a flute. Playing a flute. And uh, Bosco tells him that the next train stop is 10 hours and 42 minutes away. Not so fast as capitalist trains, no. eh? No. <laughs> Says and, Bosco. Uh, so Bosco has, in, and asked if he has a radio. Bosco just laughs. <laughs> You're, you almost got killed and your friends got hurt and fell off a train. <laughs> no radio. Bosco will just bring you to the police when we get to our next station in 11 Ten hours. Ten hours away. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Ten Ber- hours of... <laughs> I mean, that's probably why Bosco is insane. Yeah. <laughs> if we- He's been listening to that for a long time. It's been a long time. So, Broken Ankle Larry and the lady who can't run uh, fall down... They have to make a splint for him, and creepy villagers are spying on them from the and this, trees. And so we're going to keep go- cutting back to these people. Yep, over and over again. And they're just going to keep walking through the woods with him going, oh, my leg, because it's broken. <laughs> this is just something in the movie that kind of bothers me a bit, and I wonder if it, the necessity of this, because like, I almost feel like all of these parts could be cut out. I was uh, like I, I I know we get a cool train kill for them later on, which also doesn't make any goddamn sense. Oh my sense. god, the, the payoff for this is so worth it. It's yeah. so worth it. It's the most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. It's almost really, like they just kept these characters alive just for that. Someone someone had a bee in their bonnet and was like, "Oh fuck, dude, I got an idea. <laughs> these guys are gonna get killed by a train." So but we gotta watch. No, no, no. no, 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 no. They're gonna be in a boat when they're. Ki- How are they gonna get killed by a train? While the- don't you worry it's about a that? Muck train. <laughs> um, but it's yeah. got Satan powers. But yeah, so I I do find that it drags the movie down a little bit though. Yeah. We keep cutting back to these people doing nothing but limping through the woods because even the villagers don't even pay off like. Even when they, they see them, care. they're just like, oh, duck. Yeah, nobody goes after them. They just keep on questing. Like, and it's also like, I don't know why they chose to have him have a broken ankle even. Yeah, no, it was t- completely unnecessary. Yeah. That didn't play off, play off at all. 
Like if he so just, he just had to watch some dude like I mean unless in pain all the time unless literally he did break his ankle unless literally this is from a stunt on the train right exactly yeah. like if he's somebody who hurt himself on the train and they were like okay now we're writing you to have done this dumb fucking thing oh I doubt it <laughs> I mean <laughs> it makes sense though but it's also like it does make sense that somebody's gonna get seriously injured in yep. this cast uh, okay so. Uh, Someone in the back of the train is steaming envelopes and stealing money from them. Yep. And uh, we will find out who that is later on. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> the train comes up on a huge pile of burning something, which they obviously would have been fine to just plow through. Oh, yeah. It was um, on the sides of the track, too. Yeah. I think they just stopped out of curiosity. like Probably. Uh, and so, again... They don't slam on the brake. They slam on the brakes and they actually make it in time. They actually probably could have stopped for those people, mm-hmm. but just didn't want to. Um, and so one of the boiler room guys goes out to check on the fire. And this is this is setting us up for how crazy this movie is yep. about to get. This was the moment that I was like, oh, it's one of these. <laughs> <laughs> and by one of these, I mean a movie that I've never seen anything like before in my life. So Bo Svensson's haunted scarf murders this person. Yeah fucking a <laughs> it pulls him under the train and the train comes alive and starts moving slowly forward and he and he cannot get his scarf unpulled from no under way. the train until eventually scarf until eventually he falls under the train and the cow catcher rips his head right off <laughs> and we just hang with it man and then we see the head with his mouth still opening and closing getting dragged by the and that prosthetic looked amazing it looked so good and it was there's nothing fake looking to that at all it turns out that was actually his head. Yeah. <laughs> just, Whoopsie. Let's just go for it. Um, crazy. And so, and this is the other thing, is that, again, with the movie being, like, unlike anything I've ever seen, the exact same time he's being killed, we get a, a parallel kill going on in the boiler room where the guy that's stoking the furnace yep. gets sucked into he's, the furnace. He gets sucked into the furnace, like... Like a like a vacuum, yeah. Like it vacuums him up, and he gets sucked into there. <laughs> so good. And so then Bosco goes outside the train to investigate, but the train ends up. Here's what. Here's where I get a little confused with what happens here. <laughs> I don't know. I okay. mean, so the train car is disconnect, and Bosco's like, "Oh shit!" But then the train starts pulling away, so he's like, "Oh, I gotta run after the train, or else it's gonna leave me." And he grabs the ladder, but then the car is disconnected. Yeah catch up to the train yeah and because, squish bosco yeah because the whole train is haunted by the devil but then the train does the train disconnect again after squishing bosco because everybody that's been riding that train at this point is gone they vanish we never see all the people sitting on the train know. anymore oh maybe they do so maybe i wonder if just... they were in those other cars and okay got left behind after it squished bosco that would make sense but they never show that they never, no. they never have one shot of, like, all the passengers sitting on the train, like, in a car, not connected anymore. So, like, seriously, I didn't notice it the first time. And then mm. as the movie went on, I was just like, hey, oh, yeah. where did everybody yeah, go? Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's interesting. So, yeah, I, I think guess it's a shorter it. train now for, yes. if memory serves right. I think it might have been longer when we first saw the train. But now we only have the, the yeah. train, the coal that car, and uh, two passenger cars. Okay. Makes sense. Um, okay. So... We just lost all of our train staff. Everybody's dead. Every um, passenger save our kids. Yeah, so it's just the monk. kids and kids, the monk, and this mysterious person who's steaming envelopes in the back. Yes. Um, so Beverly 
heads to the engine and finds that there's nobody running the train. And she does this thing that I was, she like grabs this thermos, like a coffee thermos. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, wonder what she's going to do with that. And then she drops it and it never, like, it was like this really (laughs) intentional thing. And it's just like, it kind of like the train kind of moves and she drops the thermos, never picks it up again. We never see anything having to do with that thermos ever again. It was very strange. Um, Okay. But at that point, she hears the creepy voice of the creepy professor and he's like telling her everything that she needs to know. He's talking through a a magic light bulb, apparently. (laughs) And he's he's got a double voice. He's got a female voice too, along with it. Oh, yeah, because he is Legion. Oh. And so we hear all sorts of evil Satan stuff. It's Mm -hmm. like, blah, 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 you're going to marry the devil, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Here's the things that you- Your friends are all going to be- Your friends can all die because we don't care. Because we don't care about them. Here's what to expect when you're expecting. Um, (laughs) Here's uh, 101 uh, rules for dating my teenage Satan. Don't lose Um, your virginity before you meet the master. Yeah. Very important. (laughs) Don't- ever do that because if you did that then you couldn't be murdered by satan or whatever (laughs) and it's like huh what Hmm. could we possibly do (laughs) Uh, okay in defense of that especially i don't mean to spoil the ending of this movie (laughs) but every one of these fucking movies that that is like this i feel like most of us in the audience who have seen these kinds of like we need a virgin for the sacrifice (laughs) it's like and you're hanging out, you're a teenager, and you're with, like, 15 people. Just fuck somebody. Yeah. For God's sake, just have sex with somebody. Do you ever see Cherry Falls? No. Oh, that's a great horror movie. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, somebody's killing virgins. So, basically, they, the cops hold this meeting to tell the high school, like, with the parents, like, you might want to have your kids have sex. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, Grady Hendrix's Satanic Panic does that too, except they except it never actually happens. Okay. She's supposed to like they're going to sacrifice a virgin mm-hmm. and she's like locked in a room with uh, Jerry O'Connell and she's and he's like, "You know they're going to kill you cuz you're a virgin." Let's do it right now. And she's like, no, I'm totally not having sex with Jerry O'Connell. Um, why wouldn't you have sex with Jerry O'Connell? I don't know why. She, I don't know. Slide why. on in there. Come on. See what I did there? Because <laughs> he's a slider. Yeah. He's like a small hamburger. <laughs> That's what that was about, That show right? is all about small hamburgers. It was all about. And it was great. Right? I do love those tiny hamburgers. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Back at the okay, getting off Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> yes, getting because hey, the deed's done. Hey-o. Hey-o. <laughs> uh Okay, so he tells her that she can't die, which is important. Yes, uh, and that it was planned, and her birthmark keeps her from having sex with people. That's where that line comes from yep. that I don't really understand. But in the middle of this, Beverly has a hallucination about her mother giving birth to a goat and her mother's all like bald and in clown white. Yeah, it's a weird visual. Wow. It's one of these. And it's like, Beverly, <laughs> I'm your mom. <laughs> like, really? That's, that's all you got to say. I mean, if I wish it was the goat that said that. Though. Yes. Like if the goat had said, Beverly, I'm your mom. I would have been like, holy mm-hmm. shit, this movie fucking rules. And if the, the witch had like 100% more talking goat and that goat pack jokes... I'd probably have, oh have enjoyed the witch. God, <laughs> she needed a wisecracking goat. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> oh, that would have improved this movie a lot. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and it could have been a puppet. <laughs> yeah. She's just doing a ventriloquist routine <laughs> with their pet goat. Oh well. Um. So, 
there's there's a train station ahead and there's a dude who's waiting for them to stop. Okay, but as we have previously mentioned, this is the train that couldn't slow down. Yep. And uh so it just blows right through the station. N- nearly murders a little kid. Uh, but he was saved at the last moment, and everyone there is really mad that the train didn't stop for them. And this is this is the beginning of a thing that they do that is beyond unnecessary. If just fucking translate this, give us at subtitles for Christ's sake. There we, are no subtitles for the Serbian in this movie, nope. and we get a lot. And we of get a Serbian. lot of Serbians. Uh, so, yeah, so once the train blows through the first station, Ugh. he runs in to call the dude at the next station, and the dude at the next station calls up the head of the train monitoring system, like the, you know, air traffic controller, but for trains. <laughs> there's and, one train in all of Serbia. This yeah. is the only train that and they have. Two. Except, okay, there's two. I mean... Well, there's gonna be one. There's gonna be one. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we get so much, and we can just gloss over every one of these parts, because we don't need sure, any. Sure, we can. All it is is Serbian people monitoring the train going, blah, 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 my Serbian talk. And, like, you just got to assume they're going, the okay, train won't stop. The train won't stop. We got to find a way to stop it at the next place. It's Try to true. find a way to... I... So, I mean, you can kind of figure out what they're doing by the actions, but it's just waste so much time what... watching Serbian dialogue for no reason. What blew me away, I think my favorite part of this whole movie in general, is the idea that the guy that monitors steam locomotives in post-communist Serbia needed a Batman-style Batcave monitor system with 12 fucking <laughs> CRT TVs on a wall. Mm-hmm. Like like he's in Brazil or something. You like, have no idea how hard those, that job is. Oh my is. god. I, like, <laughs> he has this crazy Batcave technology mm-hmm. to, to monitor all of these trains. It's like, dude, the train goes. This way. It goes on the track. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's a little switch. You change it if you need to. If not, don't change it. Yep. A guy stands next to it. That's not run by computers in Serbia. I'm just going to say. Yeah. There's a dude who runs over and pulls that fucking lever. (laughs) Whatever. What else? We get a lot of this and it is infuriating because we don't hear anything and there's way too much of it. Um, Yep. So, uh, So after the train doesn't stop and they say that it's not stopping... The kids, the our meddling kids, go investigate the cargo hold, and they find Sava. Sava's thief, not killer. Sava is thief, not killer. <laughs> um, she was the lady steaming envelopes, and she pulls out a switchblade. Oh, I'm gonna murder you. I got a knife. And it's like, but she says, no, Sava's not killer. Sava is thief. Um, <laughs> and so, she somehow knows that Beverly is in the engine room. Yeah. Not sure how she knows that. Me neither. But she does. She does. Um, she has special train senses. Um, and so everybody in the cast climbs across the top side of the train to go find Beverly in the engine room mm-hmm. and pull her out for some reason. Um, and they do it. Like, they're really climbing across yeah. a moving train. And the shots are amazing. The shots are in mm. fucking incredible. I mean, some of that stuff probably had to be helicopter shots, right? I would imagine, yeah. Jesus. Mm. For this movie. They went all out with the train. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so, let's see. Oh, right. We're still cutting back and forth to the, the guy with the broken ankle, blah, blah, blah. blah. Who cares? Um, so, 
they see a house and they're like, aha, it's a house just like the one that they burned down to try to murder us. Maybe <laughs> someone in there will help us. <laughs> so they go in, but it's abandoned. There's three sets of porridge on the counter, and one is just right. And so they eat that, and then they're murdered by bears. No. Nope, they just lay down. They lay down. It's really cool. It's really awesome. <laughs> um, so one of the one of the many beefy guys, I have the beefy guy written down, and then I'm like, it's there's like three of those guys, and I don't know which one. The, um, the brown-haired beefy guy is Angel. Okay, maybe it's Angel. And the blonde-haired, beefy guy, I don't remember his name. I don't either. I think it's Luke. Sure. Um, or Anthony. Or Jonathan. Probably one of those. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the this this scene, the, the dark-haired girl who looks like uh, a Veronica Lodge from the Archie comics, <laughs> she... Uh, she comes up with this idea about what happened in the engine room. Where does she come up with this? <laughs> she makes this story up out of whole cloth where she's like, oh, I know what happened. Uh, Beverly was in the engine room. She said, hmm, I'm a virgin and you guys are hunky engineers, so I'm going to have sex with you. But then after she finishes having sex with the people who are in the engine room, she then decides, oh, my God, I'm too embarrassed about having sex with people in the engine room. So she murders both of them, <laughs> throws them off the train and then comes back here and acts like nothing's wrong. That's what it is, isn't it? So Beverly slaps her. <laughs> I would have imagined that Beverly would have sat there for like five minutes just going like, like her head kind of turned <laughs> like a dog trying yeah. to understand human speech because what the fuck lady <laughs> yep so That's... she gets slapped and <laughs> yes. she runs off and then beverly's got some weird worms on her face yeah turns out she slapped the worms right out of her yeah <laughs> or slapped the worms right in her oh no do you think she slapped the worms into her i think so oh, i mean because shit, then she gets the worms because she's satan powered yeah but unknowingly. She, okay, so when she says that she's killed all these people, she means that literally. Yeah, I think so. I think she feels no, that she's responsible. She's like literally a conduit for Satan. But powers. I don't. I mean, I don't think that she is. But I think just her being there has made this happen. But I, I think, mean, obviously, it's made her this happen because it's I all mean, to get her. I think yeah. that that's. I think that makes sense, though. I think that slap put the worms into. Oh, it did. Her. That's why okay. it happened. Yeah. Okay. So she did literally kill her. Yep. Um, all right. So she goes in and lays down on one of the beds and has a really fucking stupid conversation with Kevin. Um, and That's his name. Yep. <laughs> and she's like, do you love me? What do you love about me? And then Kevin, being a normal person, responds like a fucking serial killer and is like, <laughs> I like your, your mouth, mouth and your hair. <laughs> uh, I like and your toes. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, would like to see your eyes on my fucking dresser. Uh, you know, what a weirdo. Yeah. And she's like, now I want to do the sexing. And he's like, okay, we will do the sexing. And uh, so Larry's going into shock in the cottage and like totally losing his shit. But there's a boat coming. So he's going to. Ghost save, boat. Ghost boat comes to save him. Um, and they're like, let's just take this boat that just showed up. Sure. Why not? This couldn't be sinister in any way. Uh, but Sava is now playing with gunpowder from shotgun shells she found somewhere. Yeah, I she's, guess. well, she's emptying all the powder from shotgun shells. To Which she found in the mail. Sure. Okay. Uh, to build a bomb to blow up the train engine to make the train stop. Yes. 
But this is the train that couldn't, couldn't slow, slow down. down. So it's not gonna. It's not gonna fucking slow down. Um, this is just like that Jethro Tull album, man. Mm. Uh, so everybody's breath smells like locomotive. <laughs> so no one sends Sava money. Sava have to take care of herself. <laughs> she says. But don't worry, Sava knows what's up. She's like, there's some powerful evil at work here. I don't think this bomb's going to work. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Kevin and the dark-haired girl make out, and she spits bugs into his mouth. And he's like, oh, oh, you're so full of maggots, I don't like it anymore. And she peels <laughs> off her fucking face, and it looks incredible. It does. And then dude doesn't look that surprised at all and just walks out of the room. <laughs> And then Beverly pops her head in and is like, huh, neat. Beverly's reaction. (laughs) Yeah. I've never seen. Beverly walks in and like looks at it like she sees like somebody's shoes that they left on the floor. She's like, oh, that's where those are. Okay. And he never speaks about this again. No, it's not the kind of thing that you bring. It's not the kind of thing that you bring up like, hey, guys, my girlfriend just like puked up bugs and ripped her face off. Like, nope, we're just going to forget all about this. She was literally exploding with bugs. Nobody it asked where she went either. Her skull. Nobody asked. They never about have a conversation her. about where she went. He never brings it up. Oh wow! And it ends with the oddest reaction from Beverly. Just, huh? huh. huh. Shoes. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. It's bug lady. Huh. Yeah. Well, what do you know? And uh, so now, this is great. So now the train switches tracks, and we get the first look at. Some wonderful miniature work Fucking here. model train madness. Oh, my so God. So what happens is the track splits so the train can just go barreling ass through the woods off a track. Sure. And, I mean, that's that's where you know, like, this train is... If you didn't know this train was magical already, right. now it totally is because it just tears through the forest, yeah, this ripping is like a down Hogwarts trees. Train. Oh, yep. <laughs> and, uh, and we get this great miniature work, though, of the track opening up. We that's get great, great miniature work of the train... This model train trucking through the woods, knocking down little twigs yeah. that are supposed to be trees. I mean, <laughs> it looks cheesy as shit, but I mean, I don't know how they could have done it any better than what they did. Yeah. I think it looks great. Oh, yeah. It's, it looks fun. And it's super fun. Yes. Like, that's just the looking key. at that and yep. you're just like, I, I mean, I'm in. It's like a Toho movie. It's like, mm, it's like yeah. you're watching a Godzilla movie yep. or something. It's great. Um, and so... And basically, the train's doing this just so it can go to a different place that wasn't the original route. So it yeah. jumps that track, barrels ass through the woods, and then uh, the other track that it's looking for opens up and lets it back on. And it jumps on. It's so cute. And it's the boom. It yeah. jumps back onto its rails. And it keeps not slowing down. It keeps not slowing down. And I love what I love about this movie is that it does things. So I literally was like, in my notes, I wrote down, oh my God. Is this thing going to go in the fucking water? <laughs> Holy shit. Is this, like, yeah. it, Are they going to get hit by the fucking train? That would be amazing. And holy shit. Like, I think I wrote that down as a joke. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't have imagined <laughs> that this would happen in a million years. But this is on the second. That happens on the second break off, doesn't it? Uh, yes, it does. Yep. But literally, like, when it when it shows that it's, like, going off the rails, I yeah. was, that's what I wrote down. I was like, oh, my God, because they're in the water on the boat now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. whatever. So now classical music starts blaring from a radio. An old-time radio. A cabinet opens it. It's an old-time radio. It starts blaring. And it's, like, backlit. And it's yep. like, oh, my God, haunted radio yeah. in a cabinet. It's great. Uh, it's So we know that they're hearing the classical music yep. as the haunted train is 
just going off the rails wherever the fuck it wants to. And eventually to. it jumps back on the rails, and just when you think everything's fixed, the radio explodes. The radio <laughs> explodes. Um, Why? Why not? <laughs> yep. And so, but then the uh, the train goes is going through the water mm-hmm. on this time, and it hits them on the boat yep. and decapitates uh, whatever her name is. Can't remember her name. Not important. But... The the head winds up on the train somehow yeah. and in Beverly's lap. And so Beverly's like literally holding onto this decapitated head in her bed after the train has gone into a lake, driven <laughs> into these two people, intentionally cutting them in half. Uh, I mean, I don't know what more you want out of yeah. a movie. So then Beverly comes out holding this head and she's like, I killed her. I killed this guy too. I'm going to kill you all. So I can't, I got to make sure that doesn't happen. And, and then she shows her wrists and she's slit her wrists. Yeah. And they're like, oh shit, get some sheets. And that's the last we hear about this little plot point. Like she's just fine after that. Because she can't die. No. Oh. That's the deal. So she's tried to kill herself, but Satan won't let her die. Oh, okay. I didn't even so. think of that. Okay. I was yeah. like, wow, they, they, I guess they stitched up her wrist pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's she is supernaturally alive, which uh, I think it's like, so Satan's power is he can keep blood in her body, but can't keep a dick out of her. <laughs> so now I'm, I'm starting to learn <laughs> the specifics of Satan's issues. Okay, sure. That's fine. Um, so... What do we got? We've got uh, the giant pipe bomb being made out of the gunpowder. Yep, and they make it, and they go try to climb into the engine to... Yeah, more train climbing. Place it, more train climbing. Uh, Sava places the bomb on the train and lights it, but then the train shuts its door and won't let her back in. Right. So she gets blown up. Yeah, she gets blown up. But her position where she was putting the bomb was stupid. Oh, yeah. It was like, what... Just drop it what in the even, chimney. Right. What even was the point of that? Drop yep. it down the fucking pipe. It's yeah. like, this. that's not going to do I'm anything. place it on the side of a cast iron train. Oh, did What's-His-Nuts get cut in half yet, or is that coming up? Uh, I don't think so. Maybe it's coming up. Um, okay, so... Uh, oh, that's... No, that is right here, right before that. The beefy guy... Oh, that's right. Does, like, so there are the two dudes, and then one of them almost falls off, and the... There's a returning theme of heroism resulting in death. Yep. Uh, where this guy's like, don't worry, I'll save you. And so he saves the guy who almost falls to his death, but then he then falls to his death and he gets cut in half. Yep. Um, which was amazing. Oh, that was a super cool It effect. was good. Um, and now they've, now the people from the train company have mobilized a bunch of like, again like soviet era troop carriers yeah that they then they put in front of this train to stop it yes and one of them just like has no timing like so two of the trucks like pull up park, park. on the thing guys jump out and run and this other dude in a gas truck shows up at the very last minute and still drives his ass onto the track just to get blown up super like, fast dude you know like, you, you have a fuel you, truck you, you right? realize you didn't have enough time for this right I'm also, I mean, I feel... I'm here, guys. Oh, shit. (laughs) I feel like the reason they didn't translate the Serbian is that then they'd have to explain why they're doing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Because if you're like, what are they going to say? 
oh no, the train won't stop. Yeah. Our only train that we use for all these things, <laughs> should we wait for it to run out of fuel and then deal with it then? Or should we then explode this priceless train with a fuel truck that we can't afford to lose, <laughs> two troop carriers we can't afford to lose? What, what is their deal? Like, why would they do this? I think they were just trying anything to make it stop. Why? To make it stop. <laughs> it, I mean, do they know that it's Satan-powered? Because if you don't know it's Satan-powered, it's only going on the tracks. <laughs> it's not like it's going... I mean, okay, again, it's not doing that. It's eventually so going to run out of track. Right. Uh, I mean, unless it's a big circle, which yeah. I assume it is. Circle-erbia. Like, I assume that it's it's a track that goes around in a circle. They don't just reverse the train, but maybe they do. They do. They have those big spinny wheels. Oh, that's true. They do. I mean, <laughs> well, then why don't they just let it go until it stops? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I thought that you wrote this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, blah, blah, blah. Explodes oh. everything. Oh! Oh, then we get Angel, who just out of the blue goes crazy pants it goes on insane. Us. <laughs> and he's just hanging out the door. He's like, hey, Beverly, look at me. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Hanging on a door off the side of a train. And this scene's awesome. Uh, the, the crossing guard for the street. I can't even tell you. I, I don't it, know how the hell they did this. Yeah, it moves. <laughs> yeah. So it, it gets him and it impales him yeah. right off the side of a train. And the, it looks uh, fantastic. What do you call those things? It's like the, the crossing guards? Is that what it's called? The sure. Cross- okay, sure. The things that go down in front yeah. of your car when you're waiting. Right. That big arm spins. So it gets onto the track and plucks him right off the side of the train. And that, that loses Angel, and that loses all the rest of the people. Yeah, that's everybody. It's everybody, yep. save for Beverly. So just Beverly and the monk are the only oh, two yep. left. Don't forget monkey. You don't want to forget the monk. <laughs> you don't want to forget sexy old monk there. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Now it just stops. Yeah, the, well, we have that scene. It barrels... Uh, it takes one more train off the tracks. It does It does approach another train mm-hmm. uh, that was on the tracks, That's and that train's nice. like, oh, shit, and tries to go backwards, but it can't go backwards fast enough for the train. No. It can't slow down, <laughs> and the train just goes right through it and explodes that train, and then it stops. Then it gets to where it's 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 going, and Andromulac <laughs> comes on this cool-ass uh, horse-drawn carriage Yes, he does. to pick up Beverly to go meet the master. But what happens is that, like, everyone's stopped. They're all doing their clicky thing. And she's like, oh, fuck. And she shuts all the blinds. She shuts everything down. And she's hiding in the room with the monk. (laughs) And she's like, oh, no, what are we going to do? Oh, yeah, I forgot that part. And then the monk's clothes just vanish. And she's like, oh. And then her clothes vanish. And she's like, oh. Oh. And you're like, are you bringing a sex scene in the last 15 minutes of this movie? No. No. And we're implying one. And if you're going to do the gratuitous nudity in the beginning, why wouldn't you carry through here? And this is the place for the. I would say. Weird, man. If you're going to put reiterate reiterate that birth, that's the place to put it. Yeah. Is there. Or, I mean, because then. Or if you were like, oh, you know, you do the sex scene and then the birthmark disappears or something. Yeah, or that could work like too. That. Yep. You know, some shit. They had all this shit to, to, to all it's these weird. excuses to bring in some nudity here. Yeah. Which is always welcome in my book. And they blow it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think they used it. They you used don't a, even get any monk butt or anything. 
I'm I can't remember, but it felt like they used a body double for her in the beginning too. No, they did not. They didn't. Really? No, they oh, do okay. a pan up right to her face. Okay. Nope, it's not. They oh, didn't cop out on that at all. So that's huh. why I'm kind of like yeah, that surprised that they don't bring that back again to reiterate the birthmark and huh. yeah. get their boo bunnies worth. Weird. Yeah. Well, don't worry. Flutie McFlute face is back, and he's all hot and sexy, <laughs> and oh shit, he's naked, and oh they do it, and blah blah. blah, blah. And you just kind of assume they did it. That's I another mean, thing with the movie. They, they kind of like. They, they they make that big reveal at the end. She, she's not a virgin. It's like, yeah, yeah we, we figured that we out. We got it. We got it. We got it, guys. <laughs> but, I mean, I love I love the fact that they chose somebody who was like, looked like a like romance novel dude. Like, the guy is like perfect, like Harlequin romance cover. And so it's like, you didn't need to do the sex. You were just like, oh, he's so handsome that they clearly had sex. Yep. And you're like, oh, I mean, come on. What's she going to do? He's naked. Yep. Of course she's going to fuck him. <laughs> um, and the, <laughs> that's just what the he audience He made her assumes. clothes disappear with his monk powers. I mean, that's God doing that. <laughs> now, what the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah. Cloud pervert. <laughs> I, need to, I need to know more about this religion. It's very strange. <laughs> um, they got hot monks. Yeah. That's one thing. Um, okay, so now she's all dressed up for a funeral because she's marrying Satan. Mm-hmm. And she's taking that carriage ride with Bo Svensson in their super goth Dracula cart. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Um, and they've built a giant podium staircase in the middle of that thing with a bed on it so that she can have sex with the devil while everybody watches from down below. Yes. Um and, uh, and they lead. <laughs> okay, there was a moment when they were leading something in, and Michelle was like, "Oh, the devil's a train." <laughs> what? She thought they were bringing the train in from the scene, and I was like, "Oh my god, if the devil they was were a tra- riding the train, they were riding the devil all along." Holy shit! And then she has to have sex with the train, and then she gives <laughs> birth to a tiny train. Oh my god, this movie is great. <laughs> no. Okay, it didn't happen. It does not happen. Unfortunately, it was gone not off the deep end, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so she lays down in her Satan bed. And Bo Svensson's twiddling with his cane suggestively. And Satan shows up, like, frozen in a block of ice. Yeah. It's cool. Well, well first we get Vesna, too, the witch. Yep. Who, so, so, yeah, Satan pops up in a block of ice. Uh, he looks cool. I don't know looks, why he's in a block of ice. I don't know why, ice. but it doesn't matter. It's a cool idea. Vesna, the witch, comes up and does her little hoo-ha grab again. Yep. But this time, she makes a great shocked face, <laughs> and it, it's got a great orchestra sting, too, with it. You know what I mean? Yep. And then she yells, she's not a virgin. <laughs> and all of a sudden, this devil's just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> the devil just fucking explodes. Like, he's that mad about it. The devil is a snowflake. Yep. I'm just saying, I don't know, man. <laughs> so the devil explodes. Everybody runs. Uh, it starts snowing. And um, Andromulac like melts in like the shittiest fucking effect ever. Like I thought it was fine. It's stupid. It's I one of those things fine. where they just kept dissolving to yeah. like more melty. Like it wasn't yeah. fluid and never or anything. No. It like it, 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 he could have peeled his face off like the other girl on the train. You know they knew how to do it. You know what I mean? But they didn't. They just did this stupid thing. Like why didn't why didn't he explode or anything but that dumb transition? I hate and it. And also it's it's disappointing whenever you're gonna do a wax skull when mm-hmm. you look at something and you're like oh it's gonna be a stop motion wax skull yep. and then it's not. Yeah. It's like guys, what you didn't have wax in a fucking hair dryer for yep. God's sake? Come it on, was man. Pathetic. His that stuff was, is awesome. His death was like, pathetic. 
I want that. I want that effect. Yeah. I want them to Raiders of the Lost Ark his head, but they didn't. Um, so whatever. He's dead. Everybody everybody dies except for Beverly. Yeah. Like, I think. Like all the all the monks are dead. Yeah. So And she finds her ass way back to the airport somehow. She's like, mm, okay. Guess I'm going home. <laughs> this will take off. And she takes the train that couldn't stop back. <laughs> she pilots the train. Uh whatever. So she's at the airport and she looks different. Does she? Don't. Nope, she doesn't. She gets called that. She's told that she has changed terribly in the time that she's been here. But then the guy doesn't care. He's like, this picture is not acceptable on her passport. And then when was this taken? Three days ago? You look different. Come back to our country. Have a safe <laughs> flight. Like, what? What? Yep. It's sure. such an awkward conversation. Like, that words don't mean anything. It's fine. That whole scene didn't even nope. need to take place. She could have just rode the escalator to her plane. Yeah, it's it's words, but they don't have to actually represent anything in the world. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Um, and okay. then, if you didn't get enough cool model train action, how about some model <laughs> plane it's action? Plane that couldn't slow <laughs> down. No, that doesn't happen. Uh, maybe it does I don't know kind of the plane starts rocking back and forth and it's like oh no Satan's on the plane and of course because it's an 80s movie this was the end dream scare I wish it wasn't a dream though like so Satan's arm breaks in from the window outside and starts pulling Beverly out into the sky through Mm. the window (laughs) but then it just like cuts and Beverly wakes up she's like oh like, I kind of wish it was like Nightmare on Elm Street where the claw just grabbed the mom and pulled her through the window. Yeah. Like, I just wish he grabbed sure. kind of end of the movie. Yeah. I mean... It, Would it make sense? No. No, of course not. Does other things in this movie make sense? No. No. So just do it. So just do it. I don't, do... Don't I, cop out on me with a dream scare. I will say, I mean, where is Satan standing? For He's this? flying. <laughs> He exploded and put himself um, back together again true. with wings this time. This time. On the wings <laughs> of a pure white dove. Um, yeah, so uh, it was all a dream. She just wants to go home. Oh, and end. also she finds out when she's on the plane, we forgot the book. Oh, right. Uh, the monk gives the book back and she like finds that that flute monk was somebody from, I don't know, the 11th century who was uh, banished for demonology, but then um, re- uh, rehabilitated the book says and then realized oh you weren't a demon at all you were fighting demons and now we made you a saint a sex saint a sex saint yeah <laughs> sure he's, uh, he's a fuck boy for the lord yeah. <laughs> well fuck boy <laughs> uh, yeah and uh, and that's a, a muck train and that's that is a muck train man <laughs> wow what a batshit fucking movie it totally is and it's just the thing of the matter is it's just fun it is and it looks the photography is amazing the kills are all creative ridiculously yeah. bloody yeah. and fun uh no it's, and it's ludicrous it's <laughs> ludicrous it's got all it, name it, another movie where you watch train tracks break apart the train drive through the landscape <laughs> and then just pop back on tracks again i mean there are none obviously yeah. but th- I, I just love the fact that it's done so with such a straight face. Yeah. There's never a moment when they betray the fact that what they're doing is fucking insane. Yeah, and there's no humor either. I there's don't think any no, I don't think anybody tells a joke there's ever. There's no jokes. Except for ribbing her about being a virgin. That's yeah. like as much comedy as you're going to get. That's it. <laughs> and everything else is just bleak and weird, mm-hmm. but then just crazy stuff happens. Yeah. It's great. Take a note A24. This is how you make a movie. Yeah. Oh god, I hate them. <laughs> 
Don't get me started. <laughs> now, if the witch had had more people explode and get torn in half... Just give me more of that talking goat. That was the only fucking thing in that movie I liked. And make him <laughs> rap, for God's sake. Make you him rap! A, you have a talking goat. Why isn't he rapping? Do you still have that for sale? There it is. Yeah, you can buy a cool witch shirt, which uh, where he's saying something and doing something that should have happened in the witch. He if you would like to see the cool goat witch shirt, racking. don't give it away. I'm gonna. It's a teaser to go okay, to the website, coastcitycomics.com, okay, where you can get a cool witch shirt. Yeah. Drawn by uh, Joe, right? Yeah, Joe Schmalky. Joe Schmalky, great guy, great shirt. Yeah. Great comic shop. Coastcitycomics.com. Yes. Coastcitycomics.com. You can also get a Funbox Monster podcast t-shirt at Coastcitycomics.com. Sure yeah. Drawn by our friend Brandon. Yeah. He should come back on here sometime. He should. Yeah. Now that I kind of know better how to make the levels work, yep. now I actually have inputs for every microphone. So you, you're you saying we leveled up, huh? We did. Absolutely. Because before, it, it was a thing where the inputs were all on the same, they were all on the same feed, and mm-hmm. so if one of us was too loud... We just, like, I was just too loud, or you were just too loud, or whatever. And, like, Brendan was really quiet, and I couldn't fix it. Yep. But now, if that happened, I could actually torque it up. So, unfortunately, that was a... Yeah, get yourself a... A technical issue Since you already blew the T's, just get yourself a cool smoking goat. (laughs) Smoking goat! Uh, Yeah. And uh, follow us at Funbox Monster Podcast and at Coast City Comics. And I am Matt Awkward, VHS Fiend. And make sure you check out the Video Vagrants group on the Facebooks. Hooray. Fun stuff there, too. Fun stuff. And this Saturday is Free Comic Book Day. And I have still no fucking clue what we're going to do here because it's, you know, middle of the pandemic again. And I have no idea what the fuck to do for this stuff. Let's set some tables outside. I guess I just, like, let everybody have it just here. Take it. Yeah. <laughs> just take it. We're not going to make any money <laughs> off this. Just take take $500 worth of comics and just go <laughs> away, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, free comic books aren't free for you, right? They are not free for me. They cost me money. That is some bullshit. Yeah, I wind up spending about five or $600 on free comic books. Yeah, good thing you're rich. <laughs> well, the... The hope is that usually when we do this, it's like the it's like the worst time of the year. So yep. they put it when it's like oh, nothing's I get, I get going the draw. on, <laughs> and we do we do make decent money. It it pays itself off. Yeah, you know we usually have our best day of the year on Free Comic Book Day. Nice, but you know, but it does cost us to to have that. Mm-hmm. So you know, well, good luck. <laughs> We'll see what happens. Uh, I'm terrified. Yeah, usually it's not in the middle of tourist season either, where it's like, these are normally our best days. This is our best month. Yep. Like, we are slammed through the month of August. So, like, free comic book day, when we're already slammed, is a recipe for disaster, even when there isn't still a Delta variant fucking everything up for everybody. So... However, if you want to support the shop, you can do it without a mask at CoastCityComics.com. Totally. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Peace. Goodbye. Goodbye.